especially us. Okay, class. Now make sure you keep a very serious look on your face. Quietly fold your hands and don't cause any disturbances to the other students. Okay. Just maintain an overall demeanor of calm and self-control so that nobody accuses you of being on drugs because we wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want them to think that you're drunk. Haha. <laughs> Make sure everyone knows you've got it together. Just. Usa, I'm okay. You're okay. We're all okay. Let's just pretend. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. You're okay. We're all okay, and we don't need to change. Oh wait, no, sorry, wrong, wrong, wrong church. So next week on my Lutheran debut. <laughs> all my revelation is true and from God. These are all real gemstones, no fakes in there. I don't believe any lies. Uh huh. I'm sorry. That's not a revelation. That's a turd. What is my rich treasury of glory? I've received it all the way into my belly, so it's fine, right? No. See, this is what's wrong with us. I mean, think about it. If we fully believe the truth and we knew the gospel, which is in the fullness of its inherent working its own power, I would be levitating right now, and I wouldn't have any problems. We would, this city would not be in this condition. You understand? So therefore, what is it? What is the definition of insanity? Let's remind ourselves. I know this one very well because I'm personally well versed in it. Insanity is literally doing the same thing every time, yet expecting a different result. Oh, is that what that is? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay, laugh at yourself. We've all done it. Uh-huh. That's the definition. Maybe if I just keep. <laughs> it's not working. If it's not working in its own inherent power, it's not Christ. The only lies that we currently believe, especially in this group, if you're tuning in, and if you're just tuning for the first time, this is probably you too. The main lies that we believe are the ones that we think are revelations from God. And we treasure them as treasure. That's why we don't want anyone to touch it. Because this is God's revelation to me about my love and my self-care. And I just need to be I just need to be in love with myself before I can love others. And I just need everyone to be in love with me and I'm in love with them. And forget about what God wants to do on the earth. And destroying wickedness out of our own bellies and stomach and brain and bones and blood. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was talking to the Lord who's telling me this download tonight. And he started speaking about this. 
fresh oil started to come out from my forehead. And, <laughs> and <laughs> right, it's like, okay. Show us, Lord. Say, show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. The revelations inside of me that I believe are from you. Say it with your mouth. Show me, Lord, the revelations that I currently believe that are from you, but are from the enemy. <laughs> and there you have what needs to die. That needs to go. <laughs> we all have them. Not me. I'm a good one. My doctrine is perfect. I've gotten so much gooder at studying the Bible. They let me wear this thing. You see? These tassels, you know what this means? <laughs> He's like, is slap somebody with it. <laughs> it means holiest than thouest. <laughs> Drake, I think the Lord has put something on your heart to share tonight. You want to share with everybody? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy! <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't be here without you tonight, Holy Spirit. Because without you, we would literally die. <laughs> Summer Camp 2.0 Bear Spray Edition. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the bear spray edition is different than the normal edition. Because <laughs> this time there's bear spray. That's the truth, anyhow. <laughs> and we're gonna spray it in our eyes until someone's eyeball falls onto the floor. Hallelujah. Lock it out. <laughs> Look it up! <laughs> Holy. <laughs> I do feel superior to my former self wearing this. I do. I feel it. My soulish feelings. Like, yes. Power. I can just wrap myself in this external garment and I can feel like, you know, rabbinical and stuff. Holy! Holy! More, please, Lord. More, Lord. Oh. Oh, Lord, thank you, Lord. Whoa. Holy, holy. It's written in Luke. He says that you can have more 
of his Holy Spirit this more, Lord. Be filled. Be filled again. Be baptized again. And they were filled again. Empty your mind from futile thoughts, from religious thoughts, and from all the meditations on the false revelations <laughs> that we've held on to season after season that have to go. And that's for me, and that's for you. Throw it all, put it all in the fire. <laughs> we don't know. This season, the season of tolerance, each season, when God starts to do a new thing, the season of tolerance for the old things and the old ways comes to an end. So we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit time. Uh. He says, I'm doing a new thing and that new thing does not leave room for the old thing he's making room for the glory what does that mean the old has to go if the old does not go there will not be room in you for the new thing that God is doing and you'll go around the mountain another year and you won't get it but I have faith for you tonight we have faith for you tonight bear spray Yes, put on this bear spray. Just do it. Put this bear spray. God's doing a new thing. We're making room for the glory. I'm decreeing over you with our faith combined together for you. We're making room for the glory. The old has to go. The old revelations. The old things that we've thought. How we've acted in our day-to-day minuscule interactions with ourselves, with God, and with others has to change today because we're making room for the glory, the new thing that God is doing. We don't care about what we think. We don't care about what we feel. We care that God (laughs) wants to do a new thing in your life and in the lives of your family, in your city, in your nation. Your partnership with God to overcome the false revelations in your own self is the breakthrough for regional victory. You are a champion. This is up to you. Some of these people, they would never do this in a million years. It is up to you. You. You do it. You do it. You can do it. There is no one that can stop you. No one can stop you except for yourself because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And in Christ, all things are possible. Aha, uh-huh, for him who believes. So, like the angels say, and they put their banners up, only believe. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Just let it melt you. <laughs> yes, Lord. Just let it completely melt your skull. <laughs> deep melt. Deep. Calling out to deep. Lava melting. <laughs> Power! Oh. Oh. What is it in your and my day-to-day life of interacting with myself, with yourself, with God, and with others that fundamentally has to change today to make room for the new thing that God is doing? I want you to look within right now and just turn within and say, Lord, show me where you want me to make the change. I'm going to do it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care who it offends. I don't care how it makes me feel like I'm losing out. Oh, fear. A lot of times the advancement into the spirit of holiness deeper within him, within you, comes at a cost to you feeling 
a fear of missing out. Oh, <laughs> for example, when you first came to the Lord and he asked you to separate from the old ways, the old places, the old friends, there was a little, for some, there a little fear. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss, what if I miss them? What if, what if I miss this thing? What about that emotional feedback when they were so nice to me? Oh, ho, ho. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, But it felt good. I, I just, it made me feel glorious and drunk. I mean, but what if I don't have anyone? Well, then that's what you get. You and God. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> And that's good enough. <laughs> he had unto you. Don't be Elijah alone in the cave. There's a bunch another a bunch of other prophets. Ha ha. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the oil of joy. Ha ha. Oh, you're What is it that you're afraid of losing to go deeper in God and let go of more of the old life? Take that thing and put it on the altar tonight. Just kill it. Is it a person? Is it a thing? You know, is it a, is it a, there's so many different ways the enemy tries to go in and take up room. Because if they can take up room in your mind space, your emotional Holy. space, then you ain't got no more room Holy. for the glory. We're making room for the glory. <laughs> We're making room for the glory. <laughs> and in the end, just like in the past, when you had those breakthroughs before, you learned and got the revelation in the end. That it was much better and much more fun and much more glorious to go along with what God wanted to do. But back then, you couldn't see the future at that time. So you had doubts, you had fears. But you went on faith and you trusted that God had a plan. That even if I have to do some crazy thing, I'm just changing my life. I had to cut off my family. Or something had to happen. Something had to happen that I had to change, that I had to let go of. And in the end, I realized... That it was better. His plan is better. His plan was anointed. His plan <laughs> had provision in it. His plan had the manifest presence Amen. of God. God is real. He's real. <laughs> and to the extent that we obey is the extent to which we believe it. So those little things that we're still holding on is actually the sin of unbelief. Did you know that God is real? I only believe it when it's convenient for my flesh. It gets a little harder sometimes. You know, when that moment and God says, this is what I want you to change about your interactions with me. This is what I want to change about your interactions with others. You see, we all get religious and think it's some big thing. Oh, I just got to do a really long fast. Oh, I just, you know, oh, if I just sit down here for 15 hours straight of Bible, that's fine. You can do all uh -huh. that stuff. But it's, it's not so much one big, if I just drive across the country and show up at RLM on their doorstep unannounced with no plans and there's no one there expecting me and it's just completely, my life is, I don't know what's going on. It's not usually some big religious thing. A lot of times, especially in these refinements, 
the things that God wants you to do are very simple. They're very simple. It's very easy. But we don't want to do that thing. We want to do that big sacrifice. We want to make a... Because then I did something. You know, I fasted and I, I prayed for three hours straight. Oh, God. Just show me. Show me. But a lot of times, it's in the small whisper, like, hey, Rebecca, I want you to start cleaning your room every day. Have a clean house. No, Lord, anything but that. <laughs> you can't make me put my laundry away. Laundry is the devil. I know. I have freedom. I don't have to do chores up in this house. No. No. You see what I'm saying? We're literally insane. I would rather do a 40-day fast or try to than fold my laundry and put it away. Do you see why? I don't see. I don't understand why God would destroy all humanity in a flood. I get it. It's a good thing it wasn't 2022 when that happened. Oh my God. I don't know if there'd be any survivors. <laughs> oh, there's a flood of grace coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> We are so lucky to be allowed to breathe right now. <laughs> I would I would understand. I would be compassionate for God if he decided to wipe us all off the face of the planet in the blink of an eye. You know what? I can't take it anymore. I don't know if it was the whole vegan cheese thing or what they're doing in the church over here. <laughs> or what y'all trying to do this mysticism? <laughs> your laundry away sit down and be quiet for a minute <laughs> a lot of times it's a lot simpler than we think it's like well 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 what if god doesn't want me to go see my friend what if god doesn't do I, should i go should i not go oh god oh god should i go to the coffee shop oh no i don't want to make the wrong decision am i on the will for god you know what why don't you uh. hey, here, here, how about this how about we calm the fuck down and we say, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. I praise you, God. Thank you so much. You know what? We're meeting my friend today for for, for a drink, for coffee. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to bless the Lord. I'm going to be a good friend today. You know, the sacrifice that God is requiring a lot of times is not what we think it is. This thing is always going to be wrong. And once the sacrifice, what is it? Strange fire good ideas yes <laughs> when what is he asking us to do love a lot of people are like well you got to sacrifice the idol of your spouse you got to sacrifice the idol of your spouse good and the whole things. time they don't even want to love their family but they want to love everybody else you know what i mean love love never stops loving so i'm gonna love everybody else but i'm just gonna scourge the shit out of my own family and not be kind or gentle to anyone that actually cares about me that's the devil that's right there is white magic witchcraft religion people come over to your house and they're like why are they all crying and sitting and shaking in the corner i just love them a lot <laughs> they're afraid to talk to me at this point because i love them so much <laughs> oh lord have mercy on us <laughs> God loves it when we take the trash out on a regular basis. <laughs> out the house, out the soul. And here's the thing I noticed when I start obeying, doing things prophetic, 
in the natural realm, when I clean, like when I moved to Minneapolis, there was a lot of stuff that I had from last season, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, you know what? This all from last season, donate it or get rid of it. That's it. And so I took all these things and just mercilessly went through anything that didn't have glory on it for this season. And some of it was kind of easy. Some of it was kind of difficult. But each time I took a cart full of trash out of stuff that was just no longer in God's will for my life this season, I felt physically a shift in my soul, different parts of my soul in each time. And I, that really struck me because we're so religious and fake that we think that the natural realm has nothing to do with the influence on our soul and on our spirit. If you read the books, um, this is a really amazing author by Gwen Shaw, The Fine Line, Dividing the Soul and the Spirit. Uh, this is probably one of the best there's books. There's a fine line between the soul and the spirit. Yeah, there's a fine line between what God is asking and, and our bullshit. It. Yeah. <laughs> and in that book, it's an amazing book. You should check it out if you get the chance. In that book, she talks about the natural realm influences your soul. Your soul influences your spirit. There needs to be a separation between them. But a lot of times we're so religious and carnal and just in our our you know our version of mysticism and Christianity and even our version of the drunken glory. Let's be real for a second. You know, because we all walk through this, the stuff that we've gone through, you know, that we're going through. We think that it has nothing to do with the emotions or the natural realm. That's what Bob Jones said. That's the the fruit basket that you're bringing to the Father. It's fruit from your spirit, but if it doesn't go grow through the soul, it's not bearing fruit into this realm. We're supposed to bring what the waters to the desert place. Make it a fruitful place. What is this place? The dry place, the natural realm. You're supposed to bring those spirit. We're supposed to bring these spirit waters through the soul into the physical dimension. End game is heaven on earth. How do we do that? The blood of Jesus, the word of God, overcoming our own carnal nature, our own souls, our own flesh, our own pride, humbling ourselves yet again this season to say, I don't know. And what current sin that I currently have, that you currently have, is the way we respond and treat God, ourselves, and others. How we interact, how we speak, there's a level of holiness that God is bringing up. And the number one enemy to that is that false, Jezebelic, Christian, drunken glory love. It's fake. It's false. It's not having anything to do with God, but it has the exact appearance on the outside of it. And we all walk in measures of it. That is what the Lord is saying tonight. Has to die and die completely until your ability as a spirit in a soul, in a body, takes that own, your own ability to love that you've received from God, and it goes into the ground to die. You will be walking in measures of carnal, Christian, false love, and it is the harlotry of the whore of Babylon. And that's what we're, that will have to die in us. Nobody else out there is probably going to do it. It's going to be a group of champions. You have been called and chosen <laughs> for such a time as this. To go up against the potent sorcery of Jezebel. The potent sorcery that's so deceiving, so conniving, that if possible could even deceive the elect. 
So we're going within and say, let's get these fake revelations out, these false treasures. And if you, if you have experience in the depths of hell, you'll notice that the high level white witchcraft impart, impart, impersonations of Christ and his love in, and I've dealt with these people. I used to be in this, in this occult thing where what happens is you realize Christ within you, but it's a satanic order of Melchizedek. And what happens in these groups and in these practices, and this, this is what happened. This is why I share with people in my testimony, because you know, you go through it, you're going to put light on it, expose it. Because if this is a potent source that could deceive even the elect, we want to know what that is and expose it within ourselves so that we can kill it and overcome it and flood the earth with grace and help people who are never going to figure this stuff out. They're never going to overcome it in themselves. We're going to get them in the floods and that fake, that fake Christ inside minded order, satanic order of Melchizedek, they teach a similar thing. They'll say, yeah, Christ is in you. They'll say those words and they're out there where most of them, we try to get them away from RLM. But they're out there, and you'll find they try. They come around RLM. They try to spread their teachings in. So a lot of times, what happens? People try to come to RLM. Then they have people who come around who pretend to be a part of RLM, or they say, "Oh yeah, I used to be in there, but now I've advanced." Or they, you know, all this stuff that they say, and they come around, and they'll tell you. And I've I've known people like this. They'll tell you Christ is within you. Yeah, yeah, Christ is within you. But then they'll say, "Well." You know, Christ within me loves Christ within you. Christ in me, you know, is in love with Christ in you. And it sounds good and it sounds great. And they have lots of stolen oil from being around the peripherals of the prophets and apostles. So you're like, oh, wow, it feels glorious. Man, I feel drunk off of them. But little by little, they start to drop little things in there. And pretty soon, you're going to be thinking you're supposed to be married to everybody else instead of Christ. Oh, well, I'm married to Christ in you. You're married to Christ in me. And so that's our marriage union. It's in, not, in this, not in the flesh. It's in the spirit. And it's a high-level witchcraft deception of false love. It's actually harlotry. You're actually, when you do that, you're being a slut in the glory. And that's, it's, you're actually cheating on Jesus in your own spirit. That realm of, you know, that sharing the sacred affections of your heart and that moral uprightness, the righteousness of Christ within. I'm telling you guys, this is every single one of those groups and all those people who get into this, that's what they teach. And so you start to say, oh, well, I'm just in love with everybody. Christ is in me. We're supposed to be like God in this world. And so you fall into this deception of falling in love with each other and in love with everyone. Oh, it's our union. We just need to go into union and ecstasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going for the jugular tonight. It's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's as high level and fake as it can get. With stolen glories, you feel drunk. You feel the glory. You feel the anointing until they draw you in deeper. And that thing unmasks itself, and it comes out, and it kills you. It attacks your spirit. It drains your life force out. And it steals your destiny. Uh, it's Satan's number one way to steal finances from you. So this is one of those things that we don't want to give our rights away to Satan through fake love. We are not here for you to fall in love with us. We're not here to be in love with you. We're going to love you with the love that God has put in us. But we're going to point you to Christ within your own spirit. That 
love. This is something that God showed me and told me in the spirit, out of body, that that love that God has placed in you, the affectionate love of a spouse, is between only you and him within you. And if he gives you a partner, that one person that you're supposed to be with, it's only for you and that person and you and God within you. When, where it gets into the satanic order of Melchizedek people, and they've even told me like what they were in the end when they got exposed, but that's the deception. We're just all gonna be in love. And it basically turns into like, you know, spiritual false love and, and orgies and all this kind of, you know, you're having intercourse and in the spirit realm and yeah. So we just wanna throw the light on that. <laughs> the greatest joy in my life has been God exposing and annihilating that out of my own soul. And that breakthrough in the spirit, the spiritual holiness from the inside you wash the cup from the inside it automatically cleanses the out and when he showed me that revelation i noticed because when i was in the kingdom of hell not only do they give you the normal female lust of the eyes lust of the flesh there is an ascension in hell where they give you the power to lust as a man and there's more to that, and I won't go into disgusting detail because it's disgusting. But when you ascend in hell, false ascension, God inside minded false ascension in Satan, they give you the ability to lust as a man and a woman. They take the revelation of no male or female in Christ and they pervert it to give you the fullness of lust of both sides of the male and female. And so I actually walked in that. And so the lust, I mean, you can just imagine the lust of the eyes that I had is probably far beyond what any of you can even imagine because it was demonic empower, empowerment. But the very, the very time that God gave me that revelation that set me free to be in love with Christ within my own spirit and to not be looking around. What did the witness in heaven say to Rick Joyner? Never seek relationships. Seek worship, pure worship. Then and only then will the relationships come into order. When God gave me that revelation, he cleaned the inside of my cup, and I repented of that. It automatically cleansed my eyes. And I noticed that where I used to have, just and that, not, I'm not talking about any external discipline of try to look, try not to look at somebody. And you know, I'm from Texas. They have like, they'll be having like shirtless model dudes walking around everywhere. Every, you know, it's just ridiculous. I noticed right away after that revelation came, that breakthrough, it immediately, and I'm going to impart this at the sound of my voice, it immediately became physically, I mean physiologically, impossible to have a lustful, physical response to any flesh that I ever saw since then. You know, when you, you guys know what I'm talking about, and I know y'all too holy. I know it's, it's not me, not me. But you know, when a hot person walks by that's scantily clothed and you kind of, you just feel the impulse into your genitalia and you're like, oh, oh no, oh no. That's what I'm talking about. That little thing does not exist when you get this revelation. It's phys it becomes, it's a miracle from God. So I pray, thank you, Father, for revelation, revelation of your holiness, your purity as a free gift, making it impossible 
for that impulse of the flesh to even exist in these bodies. And everyone watching tonight, everyone who puts this video on later, be cleansed. Ha ha ha. It's a revelation of divine love that sets you free. Because we're blind spiritually. Natural physical blindness is only a side effect of spiritual blindness. And it's not about having a seer gift or not having a seer gift. I'm talking about growing your spirit to the point of having eyeballs. Because then you just see because you have eyeballs. It's not complicated. People are like, oh, well, did you see in this? It's not. It's not complicated. Just grow your spirit and then you grow <laughs> eyeballs. And they're there. It just <laughs> exists like that. Like, how am I seeing? Like, look at my face right now. How am I seeing? Because I have eyeballs. It's not complicated, people. But people get all trickery because they have something that they, they want to protect. You see what I'm saying? So don't let anybody stop you. You go for it. Don't worry about anybody else. You go for it. You do it. And eventually, we're going to go in. Uh, this, is, this is what I want to work on for myself. This is what I want to work on with you guys. That gift that God has given me internally, I got to testify. It's nothing that I did. He showed me and revealed to me his truth. And it set me free immediately. And I had been walking in measures of lust that is only, like, known in, like, sorcery of hellfire. <laughs> it was, like, really extreme. So that's the courage I have and the faith I have is if he can do it for me, he can literally do it for anyone. Easily. Just believe. So, anyway, whenever I've shared this revelation with someone, I've seen people, multiple people get instant physical healing when they believe that truth. Like literal, physical, instant healing in their bodies from sickness and disease when they believe that. There was one precious soul, this guy, around that time when that revelation burst out from within, had seen my picture online. And this was a guy who was, at the time, like currently addicted to porn. Not walking in, you know, maybe kind of trying, but not, you know, just no freedom in that area. When he saw my picture, the Holy Spirit, that aura of that light, the Holy Spirit coming out, hit his eyes. And he said, what is going on? Because it was impossible for him to lust after my picture. And he was like, what? What's going on here? So he messaged me. I was like, oh, praise God. <laughs> Not only is it enough for us to, you know, we want to walk in it and get it first. Grow it. Believe in it. Build it. Press into it. Ask for more of it. Because we want to get that overflow. When it overflows... They're not going to have a choice. It's going to get burnt right out of their eye sockets. <laughs> because this is what that witness in, in heaven told the Rick Joyner. She said, to the measure that we are delivered from lust is the measure we experience heaven on earth. Now, this coming from someone who's already in heaven, in the fullness of the glory and all just radiation, you know, in presence of God every day over before the throne i'm gonna believe what that person said so you do it don't wait for anybody else to do it you can do it no one can stop you you can choose to go in a secret place and do it get the revelation press into it and keep going let's keep feasting on it on, on revelations of love and revelations of divine holiness until we overflow to impart it to others <laughs> because is what the Lord told me this morning. He said, all healing. Healing, I mean, you, you might get some healing, words of faith. Somebody else has a faith. Somebody else's spirit's filled up. They pray for you, get a healing. That's great. We rejoice in that. We love that. But here's the thing. 
That's what the Lord told me this morning. And oh man, if you get the healing in your spirit, because your spirit, one of the demonic doctrines of religion is that, oh, my spirit's already perfect. No, it's not. Your spirit was already perfect and perfectly healed. So would your soul and your body be healed? So get, let's throw those ones, in, throw that in the shit pile. Get it out. No. Your spirit, getting to know the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit, revelations and divine love will heal you. When your spirit is healed and strengthened, putting the word in your spirit, intimacy with God, and speaking and testifying uh, the word of testimony, what he's doing in your life, what God is doing in the earth right now, you do those things and your spirit man will be strengthened. And as your spirit man is strengthened and energized grace in your spirit, the healing will flow, your spirit will be healed, and that will overflow into your soul. Your emotions will be healed. That PTSD will come off of you. That trauma will come off, let it come off. And it will come into physical healing. That's where you get permanent good eyesight because your spirit eyes aren't bleeding half to death. You wonder why you can't see anything. Because when that garbage comes into your eyeballs, in the invisible realm, your eyeballs are literally bleeding. It's disgusting. The flesh is actually, the veil is a gift. Because if, you could, if we could see how bad it looks in the invisible, we would be absolutely horrified right now. It's a gift that he shows us little by little. What you can handle, it's okay. His grace is enough for you today. But focus first on the character of Jesus Christ, the moral upright standing and character of Christ. Seek first worship, praise and worship him within your own spirit. Get that healing and then become overflowing and then pass it on to others. There was a prophet I saw recently who taught a class and in it he said I can't I'm not going to tell you what it is but there's a Bible verse that says you can live as long as you want right ha, ha, ha. but the Holy Spirit told me right away <laughs> I cheated <laughs> he, he said he told it's about you know it's about remaining on the earth but you know guys John we're not there yet but John the beloved could not be killed. He could not be killed. John, the beloved, he could not be killed. What is it to you? What is it to you if I have someone who remains? Someone who remains? Someone who remains? Ha ha ha. Well, okay, you guys ready to throw out some more demonic doctrines? I got one. I gotta, I gotta share this. You guys ready to, to throw another one away? This is the demonic doctrine that keeps people from living as long as they want to on this earth and dying early and dying at 120. Well, you know, the word of God says we can only live to be 120 years old. Well, that's a load of garbage. But I read it in the Bible with my carnal brain. It's right there. You know, as a man believes in his heart, so he is. So when people read that and they interpret it in their carnal brain, well, I guess I can only live to be 120. When God put that verse, when God had that written, the the year of the years of man, the years of man shall be 120. When that was written, people for a while after that 
live way longer than 120 years. So is God a liar? No. That means we're interpreting things carnal brain. But we believe 120. And so as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So then they can only live to be 120. See how that works? It's a demonic doctrine. So go ahead and take that one out. Throw that one on the shit pile. That one's gone. <laughs> the truth will set you free. What does he mean, the year of man is 120? He's talking about the, sh it turns out the Shemitah cycles. Oh God, I'm reading my notes for this one. But uh, every uh, Shemitah cycles at the end of the seven years, then the next year they have a celebration. And so, <laughs> oh Jesus. Well you take the 120 years I'll have to post it back on my Facebook. I'm too high to do math right now. I, get my, I got my calculator out and checked it. It, was, it ended up being 6,000. The 120 cycle, Shemitah cycles uh, of that number ended up being 6,000 years. What he was saying was that that's the year of man. It's those 6,000 years. Hello? That's the sixth day. The day of man. That's the number of man. Right? Number six is the number of man. 666. The seventh day, which is what we're in now. We're in the seventh day. Yeah, if you watch Joel's Bar, you know this. We're in the seventh day. This ain't the day of man. He's talking about bringing eternity out. He's talking about reversing the curse. Why did he send Jesus Christ? Why is it on the seventh day? It's about entering the rest of God. Eternity within your own spirit. Jesus Christ. He is the promised land. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but John the Beloved, he couldn't die. Want to see? Let's see what one of his hints. He left us hints in the Bible. Let's check it out. In First John, is it First John? First, okay. First John two. So let's see. Let's take a hint from the guy who couldn't die. And let's see. First John two. Starting in 15. Do not love or cherish the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, craving for sensual gratification, and the lust of the eyes, greedy, longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the Father, but are from the world itself. And, the, and right after he talks about, about overcoming that, and the world passes away and disappears, and with it the forbidden cravings, the passionate desires, the lust of it. But he who does the will of God and carries out his purposes in life remains forever. Hello? What is it to you if he remains? It's like, well, you're going to die like this. You're going to like this. Well, what about him? What's it to you if he remains? one who remains you know there are people out like in the mountains and stuff right now there are people of god that could have chose to go to heaven or remain in the earth and pray that are like 300 400 years old like physically alive today that people who have been like translocated by the spirit have met them and talked to them like literally like 300 400 year old people physically on earth not in a woo -woo spiritual realm floating around somewhere actual flesh and blood and bones 
living 300, 400 years today, right now, actually, not imaginary, real. <laughs> God is real. What did Jake say tonight? God is real. It's real. Believe. Well, I thought I could only live 120. He's talking about the Shemitah cycles in the year of man. No more religious, religious, mash potatoes. <laughs> mash potato anointing. Uh-huh. Mash potato anointing. <laughs> they remain forever. What is the odds that he would talk about overcoming the lust of the eyes and the flesh and sensual, sensual, sensual gratifications right before he says, well, this is bad and that's bad, but on the other end, the opposite of lust the opposite of lust and false love of the satanic order of Melchizedek that we just talked about, the opposite of that which we're overcoming is he who does the will of God and carries out his purposes in life and remains forever hello, somebody catch that that's for you, you want to remain I know I want to die to go to heaven and join my mansion hey kitty hey this cat I think wants to be one who remains we'll see how he does <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Just breathe that in. That belief. I want you to be one who remains. I want you to be down here for at least 500 years. I really do. I like you guys. <laughs> Minimum 500 years. What's 500 years of drinking? I mean, Joel's bar tonight felt like literally five minutes, so I know it's getting real good. <laughs> it's gonna go by fast. <laughs> when I asked God for the impossible, oh, I mean things that you couldn't even, some people couldn't even imagine asking for. Oh, yes. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. You don't know what this prayer life looks like. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard anybody pray like this before. But that's what I started doing. I started praying in secret. I want to encourage you to pray in secret. Now I know why I wrote that verse down. I used to pray all these stuff like out loud openly. My whole Christian walk. But like, oh yeah. And this and this God and blah, blah, blah. I would literally have people stop me mid-prayer to correct my prayer. And tell me I can't. No, you need to pray like this. Or you can't ask for that. What are you talking about? Stopping me mid-prayer <laughs> to correct the prayer. So this is what I found out. Some prayers, you don't want to pray around your family. You don't want to pray around your Christian friends. I mean, maybe these friends might, you know, it might be all right. But they just kind of look at you like, what are you talking about? That is nonsense. That is far too good to be true. <laughs> that can't ever happen. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I went When I went to go move, I went through my old diaries. All my prayers that I had written down in my diaries, almost every single thing I've ever asked God for, I actually have it now or better than what I was asking for. Literally. As in I wrote it down. What does it say? Write down the vision. You have not because you asked not. I'm not telling this, but like, ha ha. Oh, I'm Rebecca. I'm so good. God gives me everything I want. Ha ha ha. No. I didn't like that. Okay. Yeah, he gives me his severities, that's for sure. But... <laughs> I want to encourage you because wouldn't it be nice to write down your stuff and be like, God, I like this. And then it happens in real life. Not just like, oh, I just got to be happy. I just got to, 
I'm okay just suffering. And I'm miserable and I'm sad. And I'm easily irritated and offended. Put it on the altar. I mean, everything you ask for, put it on the altar. But I mean, ask. Write down the vision that says, well, I'm just going to ask and pray. Write it. Just, just write it down. Just grab paper and pencil. Read the Bible and then ask God for crazy stuff that everyone thinks you lost your dang mind to ask for. And he, he's doing it. But anyway, I thought, you know what? That's pretty crazy. He gave me all that stuff. What about this? All these mysteries he's starting to reveal about the cool stuff that we want to walk in. We want you guys to walk in it. Right? Not just like, oh, we're going to go do some crazy stuff. We want you guys to be like miracle workers, bombs of glory, knowing the biggest miracle of knowing Christ within you and doing the Father's will. So you do it. Write it down. Ask. Read, you know, read the Bible. Pray. Ask God for it. Ask for sanctification. Ask for, you know, David's heart. What is David's heart? If there be any wicked way, any wicked thing in me, expose it. Put your light on it. Annihilate it, you know? Come on, let's go. And then don't sit there feeling all sorry, mopey around. Oh, well, woe is me. Y'all. Rejoice in the Lord. Praise always leads to victory. That's what Ruth Haplin said. Praise always leads into victory. Sometimes the time that you need to praise God the most is when you feel like it the least. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You'll feel good a few minutes into it. That's for sure. If you're not sure how to praise, you can put on my uh, Ruth Heflin sing-along karaoke. Um, <laughs> what is it? Like Pink Princess Cloud Girls Night Karaoke Cloud praise you won't look any more retarded than i do in that video just put that on and just have a good time and laugh put on some music dance praise just do it no one can stop you you can do it you can have a relationship with god that you've dreamed of no one can stop you but you so i just want you to decide right now in your inner man i'm gonna do it i don't care what any i've done in the past it doesn't matter what anyone's thought of me I just want to clear all the limitations off of you right now. Every word that's ever been spoken over you or about you. Loose. In Jesus' name. You have the ability to know Christ with your own spirit. And to become holy as he is holy. Perfect as he is perfect. By the anointing. By the word. By the blood of Jesus. You're a heavy drinker. You're a champion. You're an overcomer. And you're going to overcome a lot more. And we're going to do it together. That's what we're here for. We're going to do it. And God is going to be glorified. Signs and wonders that glorify our Father in heaven. And I pray, Father, let these be ones who remain. Those who seriously, they want to know you within. To do your will. Who aren't afraid to say, I'm wrong about the revelations that I believe currently. I don't care what it is. Just take it all. Just take it all. We need the truth revealed so that we can actually walk in this. We want people here 500 years, 1,000 years, physically, on the earth, anti-aging glory, to be looking young forever like Moses with a glowing face, like Stephen with a glowing face, teleporting around and healing everything and everyone in sight, annihilating the demonic from out of your own soul and out of the world, reversing the curse, and bringing, becoming a physical portal of heaven to earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> oh, it's the oil on that one. <laughs> You're loved. Oh, yes. Sailor of Destruction. Uh (laughs) so with all these big grand things remember the small things of obedience whether that means starting out with taking time every day to talk to god listen to god read bible put it in my belly oh yes my negative emotions that come up when I feel hurt, offended, or traumatized, or PTSD. Oh, okay, we sacrificed that one to you. Just like, or your brain starts to do that brain thing. You can just say, don't talk to me right now. I'm not listening to you. Don't talk to me. I'm not listening to you. That's not my thoughts. Don't talk to me. I'll talk like that. I'll be out of my house by myself. And be like, don't talk to me like that. I ain't listening. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Whatever it takes. Whatever works for you to get into the flow of the spirit. Tell no to the brain and to the heart. Come on. Sometimes you've got to tell no to your own spirit when in the places where your spirit is wounded or deceived. More of the Holy Spirit fully formed in your spirit. Getting that healing. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Whether that looks like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take out the trash regularly that my house isn't a literal pigsty you know that's really good too you know what when these mm, a-holes on the road cut me off in traffic and i'm pissed instead of giving the apostolic birdie out of the window because you have revelation to justify it Uh (laughs) i just bless them just bless them bless those who just cursed you on the road yes take a little tote pretty soon It'll start getting you drunk. It might make you laugh when they cut you off. <laughs> oh, bless them, Lord. Oh, they really need some help today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon at work, those people are coming in being mean and rude to you and yelling at you. You're just going to be feeling so good with the love of God. You're just going to be really nice to them and really. You're just going to be. You're just not going to care. You're going to rejoice. Because you know that the persecution of the enemy coming on you is because. You're Christ one. You're following him now. That stuff doesn't bother you anymore. Ha ha ha. <laughs> We're going glory to glory. <laughs> we want to see you succeed. And success, what does it look like? Realizing Christ in your own spirit. You can realize Christ in my spirit, Jake's spirit. That's great. Thank you for honoring that. That's actually a beautiful thing. We appreciate that stuff. That's really nice. Thank you for recognizing that anointing. And we recognize Christ in you. You belong to him. It's a beautiful thing. There's nobody else like you in the whole world. God created you with an intent, a purpose, and a design that only you can really do what he wanted to, to make you to do, that thing. When stuff is left on the table and other people got to kind of come around and, and clean stuff up, that'll happen, but it's never going to be like what he originally planned for you. So you need to walk in that. And it's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. You can do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't let anybody else tell you anyways. 
There you go. If you go into Christian circles, you talk to a lot of times family members and friends. They're going to have all kinds of words and all kinds of doubts. Don't bother. Just you could do it. Go in the secret place and do it. And then share it with others. That'd be great. Ha ha ha. <laughs> we want to see you guys teleport over to Joel's fire, you know? <laughs> you have faith for it? Yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I'll give you, a, here's another hint, here's another key. This is something that helps me to go into different experiences. When, if there's something that you want to walk in, you sat, go ahead and saturate your entire thought life and your being and all your imagination and everything in that thing. So if you're just like, you're that one, I feel like there's somebody watching tonight, you're just like, I want to teleport so bad. That's what I want. Oh God, I want teleportation, teleportation. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of times, if you talk to people out there, they'll roll their eyes. They're like, well, they weren't looking at it. Don't talk to them. Don't talk to them about it. I'm telling you right now. Let me tell you. You want to teleport like Stephen with a glowing face. But like, yeah, that show my family who they talk to. <laughs> they won't treat me like that anymore. <laughs> you want to teleport? Okay. Listen to testimonies of teleportation. Saturate. Read every verse in the Bible about teleportation. Put it in your belly. Inhale it. Let it be your continual thought in your mind. And don't just do it as an external thing. But talk to the Lord. Like, go to the Lord and ask Him, Hey, I want to teleport. Write it down in your journal. I want to teleport. I want to do it for your Lord. I want to have fun. I want to do cool stuff. I want to translate into heaven. And see what heaven culture is actually like. Get indoctrinated into heaven's actual culture. How it literally is. Actually through experiencing it by my my whole consciousness being caught into heaven so I can learn how it is there so then I can try and do that here and start to be in heaven culture minded I mean all kinds of cool stuff you can go for the cool crazy stuff nobody can tell you no you're not my mom you can't tell me no <laughs> I want to see Jesus Who's to say you can't just see him all the time? He's within you. Get to know him within you. You know, he actually has bones and flesh and a body right now. Yeah, his whole body. They went to the tomb. There was no body in there because the body went with him. And now he, he, he has, what did he say? He said, touch my hands. Spirits don't have flesh and blood like I do. That's what he said. It's in the Bible. I read it today. Isn't that crazy? So his, but his, the whole reason I had to pour out his blood and his spirit is so that we could have that closeness of being with him all the time. So we don't have to be like, you know, lonely and just, just shitty and, you know, just horrible people doing Satan's will. It's empower you to do God's will in the earth. So you can be one who remains like we just read in First John. Yeah. This is for you. <laughs> you can do it. Nobody can tell you no. I mean, God could tell you no. He could be like, yeah, no, you need to get your shit together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How about stop sinning against everyone in your life currently, and then we'll talk about teleportation. Maybe, you know, forgive your dad. Or, you know, or like... <laughs> Maybe, like, stop watching pornography before you try to teleport. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's you don't have to be perfect. You, you, you could probably still be in whatever sin he might teleport you. But what I'm saying is, 
Go to God with an open heart and open mind, allowing for change. <laughs> Just clean it up, clean me up. John Paul Jackson, he's a man, he time traveled and physically went teleported at the same time. You can check out his testimony. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Saturate yourself on the testimonies. Get the faith for it. Hear the experiences because what do we learn at Joel's bar? He said that the, the, this word, the word is the container. The words that they speak from the testimony is a container of the actual substance of that spirit, that experience in the Holy Ghost. So when you're constantly thinking, instead of thinking about constant problems, constant trauma, PTSD, and sin, your sin and others' sin, and just being all that, let your constant thoughts be about the cool things that God does, with the work He's doing your inner man, how much fun you're having getting to know Him, living in the worship and the awe and reverential respect for God, the fear of the Lord, you respect Him. You got to respect God. You know, put some respect on it. Oh, you know. <laughs> you got to respect God. Don't disrespect him in his house. You don't disrespect a man in his house. You know that, right? Some people don't know this. Some people watching, they probably don't know this. Wow. Yeah, respect God. Wow. Respect God in his own house. Amen. I just like blew our whole computer screen out when I said that. Respecting God. Uh-huh. Woo! Oh, holy, holy. Go into all those things. That is going to open up such a realm of mystic encounters that are real and tangible that you can encounter at home on your own, knowing God one-on-one. -on -one. These are the principles. We're sharing these things. So what I want to say about John Paul Jackson, here's a man who physically traveled, or was it he was like his spirit body traveled? Anyway, it formed, I think it was his spirit body that traveled, but he time traveled, landed in uh, David's time in uh, Israel, and it like literally physically gelled his body. So he's like literally walking around and can understand Hebrew and can speak it and he's walking through the markets he ended up meeting King David actually but here's a man who did that I mean God took him it's not like he was just sitting around on his couch one day and then God took him he was you know seeking the things of God but the main thing that John Paul Jackson taught one of the main things he emphasized is having the character of God the righteousness and the moral uprightness that's what John Paul Jackson teaches. It's developing character. Do you have, anyone can get the anointing, but do you have to build the character to carry that anointing? That's what Bobby Connor teaches too. It's the character to carry that anointing. You have an anointing on your life. You're here tonight. You're watching tonight. There's an anointing on your life. We need to build that character in partnership with the Holy Ghost to carry that anointing. So what does he do? John Paul Jackson... He sought to have the character and the moral uprightness and the holiness of God. And he ended up time traveling the coolest time travel experiences and got to go and meet King David himself. You guys got to check it out. It's on YouTube. 
saturate yourself in that. We gotta learn from those people who've gone before us. Let it be developed in your spirit. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. All things are possible. These things can happen in your life. You watching right now. Ha ha ha. And everyone's running out. This is a candy cigarette. That's my bad habit right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll quit. I don't know. But those are the things. You can do it. And it starts with simply reading the word. Get the revelation. Apply that word. So when you're living your life and someone comes to you and you're triggered, you're upset, you are empowered by the Holy Spirit to react in the fruit of the Spirit and not the flesh. Not in irritation, not in anger, but in peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You don't have to come out with the severity and the right time, but if all it is is just you getting pissed off at everyone all the time, that's just our excuse, right? We need to start bearing fruit and fruit that lasts. I've seen people too, they'll come and go, the people who didn't last, they'll come in the drunken glory and they'll get into the, the laughter and you know what it is, there's that Proverbs that says that the joy or that laughter may end in sorrow, right? The laughter can end, it can end in sorrow. What you want to know at the end of the day when you go home and it's just you by yourself, you go to lay down at night, it's just you and God, you have peace with God, you know that you're living upright and in good moral standing, you know that you are on the straight and narrow and you're letting him change you more and more every day. That is the joy that will come fresh every morning. That is the joy. That is the fruit that lasts. The love that lasts. The peace that surpasses understanding. Peace that lasts. That's what you want to cultivate. The character. And it's those people with that character that God is looking for. He wants to develop it in you. In you. And use you for His glory to make His will done in the earth as it is in heaven. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, holy. Thank you, Lord. Ooh. Fresh oil on your life. I decree, we decree over you and over your destiny. Your destiny will not be destroyed. You will live and not die. The false revelations that we currently believe will be exposed in His glorious light. We will not call Him a liar. We will allow Him to change us thoroughly, deeply, exceedingly, abundantly. Oh, He's exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all that we could ever ask, think for, or imagine. So I put that, I put that one to the test a little bit more than all I could ask for, hope for, or imagine. Well, I got quite the imagination, so I'm going to write it all. <laughs> write it down. Ask for it. Make the vision plain. You have an instruction from God that he's asked you to do. Write it down. What is it that he's asked you to do? Not some crazy religious thing of a super long big thing or a big fast. or a, I'm not talking about all that. Those are okay, too. He's asking you to do that. What are those little changes that he wants you to make 
in the emotion and the mind realm and your reactions, our interactions with people, our interactions with God, our interactions with ourselves. Let that be the pruning and the cultivating of a garden, the Holy Spirit within you, to build the kind of character like John Paul Jackson, where he's like, you know what, I'm going to grab this one. This person is developing the character to carry the anointing, to not misuse and abuse it. So I'm going to use this person. Say, that's me, God. I want it. I want it. I want, yeah, I want it. <laughs> Say, I want it. <laughs> you can have it. He said, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. That's all right. Where you are weak, he is strong. And that doesn't mean it's giving place for the flesh, but it's saying, I need more of you, Lord. And I believe that by your Holy Spirit, I can overcome this flesh. This thing is going to die in the fire so that I can live in Christ. That it will literally be no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Ha ha. Amen. <laughs> totally fried. wisdom of Solomon, he will frustrate. That's why all the Freemasons are mad. Jake, is there anything you'd like to share? <laughs> it's strong, isn't it? That <laughs> 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 was awesome. Love you guys. <laughs> Amen. Let those words soak into your bones tonight. Let it be activated for transportation, translocation. All the different lo relocation words for you tonight. Let it be activated in your bones to experience God actually, really, truly for you at home. It's going to be yours in Jesus' name. Let the word be activated. Every destiny thief come out from your life. All the influence of Satan and his enemy and all your enemies. All the, what do you call them? Demons. <laughs> those things <laughs> be evacuated from your life. Let your homes be demon-free zones. Let your children be blessed and their children. 
Let, you, let these families, Lord, be blessed for generation after generation. Let these be the grandmas and grandpas that just won't die and somehow look like they're 20 years old. <laughs> to have even five generations of, of, of them just growing their families like, like armies of never-ending revival. Born in Zion, raised in Zion. Ha ha ha. Blessed. <laughs> totally blessed. Blessed in the spirit. Being a blessing to you, Father. Let our lives be on the altar tonight. That even though it costs us everything, that we get wisdom, that we get understanding. And not the wisdom of this world, no, not the wisdom of Solomon. Ha ha ha. But the wisdom of the man-child, greater than Solomon, who is here within us. For a greater glory to know you within. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Love you guys. Have an awesome night. We'll see you again next time. guys want to sow a word, sow a, <laughs> sow a seed into that word. There's a links in the description and you can partner financially with that word. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Have an awesome night of the drunken glory just melting. We'll see you again next time. Amen. <laughs>